0: Absolute, Absolute Absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio.
2: This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Remember her? Um, You can text our show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
3: Funny old studio we're in this morning. Yeah, we're in a different Isn't studio.
2: They? I've got a slight echo echoing me in me.
4: Possibly my... not in people's radios, though. No, but I, I,
2: I'm enjoying it. It's got an element of uh, citizens of Cheltenham about it. <laughs> Return to your homes.
3: <laughs> Estate agents would call it bijou in here.
2: Yeah, I, it's cosy. I, I, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. we, uh, we have... Um, it, now, some of you regulars will remember that Charlie... Mm-hmm. Used to be the assistant producer She's back today as the producer for today mm-hmm. having, having had a brief sojourn mm-hmm. Which I think is continuing on Christian O'Connell's show The unfortunate thing is that One thing I really don't like about Charlie Is that oh she's, she's she's discreet Right. I thought she was going to come with loads of gossip right. At the breakfast show <laughs> she's, She has been Oh, well, She has with you uh, ha ha! <laughs> so it's like that, is it?
3: <laughs> um, one of your uh, impressions of no one?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. I find you always, can't go wrong of those. with an impression of no one, because people always think, well, not you, because I've let you in on my secret, <laughs> but people think, oh, that's probably someone I should know. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they, they laugh approvingly. Mm. Try it at home. What about this one? Oh yeah, and I bet you did that again. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> just like him. See, I, if know, he I know him.
4: I know him. Yeah, there might be someone. anyone
2: anyone listening who's got that exact <laughs> voice. Text in, and uh, I'll 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 put a name to it next time I do it. Yeah. The trouble is with them, they're so spontaneous. You can't always get them back again. Yeah. Well, that's it. They're like night terrors. You know these people that see horrible faces before they oh, go yeah, to yeah. sleep? It's, like, it's like I get night impressions.
4: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway. So I've been... I had a, I've had. i had an interest in sojourn myself. Oh,
4: yeah. Uh, Have you? Uh, Is that yes. That's
2: broken. Um, no, I, um, I went up to Leeds.
4: Leeds. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. I went up there.
2: Another impression there, Uh, and uh, yeah, that Um, was that was quite good. How was Leeds? It was lovely, actually. I quite, I quite. uh, I got off. I couldn't find my um, taxi when I got off. Uh That's unlike
3: you, with your immaculate sense of direction. I know.
2: I've had a lot of taxi (laughs) trouble this week. Um, I, I, Jay Z's uh, follow up. I started walking around Leeds at like half eight, nine o'clock at night, and a man. Shouted a, a, a class A um, swear word at me about eight times from about six feet away. Oh dear! But um, I don't think it was anything personal. I, th- I think he was troubled.
4: All oh, right, but um, that was quite close. I mean, you I not want was... that from a passing van, but um, you know, I know I was up, up I was close. drunk for twenty five <laughs> minutes just
2: from that distance. <laughs> no, but I th- that was a terrible um, welcome. But it all turned that way. Well. I was I was I was um, I was filming a drama you see? Of course you will. No, drama. Do, do you see? It was a drama. Well, the great thing about it is it's called National Treasure. Oh. So when I found... Uh, when I was picked up the next morning, at the bloke... Um, Pulled up in his car, wound down his window, and said, "National treasure." And I said, "Well, now you come to mention it, <laughs> which oh, I got great pleasure." You from.
3: must have been so happy at that oh, moment.
2: Oh, mean it just doesn't get any better than when well, it does get better. Obviously, that's not as better as that's not as good as life can get. But I was pleased with it. I was pleased up with the neatness. There. Was
3: it a local taxi? I love a local taxi.
2: Um, it was. Yes, you know, there, okay. there are people that just drive for film companies. That's what oh, they yeah. do. Okay, and. Um,
3: Thanks for telling me about the film industry. (laughs) All right, French lieutenant's woman. Um, Oh no, I didn't get that part. No, you
2: didn't get that. Mm, I didn't want to bring that up in front of Emily. (laughs) Oh, you are Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it was. uh, So I was playing me. I won't go into too many details because obviously, I mean, there are certain uh, secrets one wants to keep before the show comes out. But I was playing me, which is an interesting challenge. Mm. Not as
4: easy as it sounds. Really yeah you sound surprised <laughs> yeah i would have thought you'd be good at that i mean
2: well f- i don't know it's, diff- it's uh, as i was getting as i was getting dressed as me
3: mm-hmm. um usually well, when you- well thereby hangs a tail i mean what <laughs> wardrobe do they select for you
2: oh uh, well i i they asked me to bring my own stuff oh. right which bit um, cheap
4: um, well, one night to mock in The boot's on the other foot now, isn't it? <laughs> Finally, Frank's providing clothes to television programmes <laughs> rather than the other I now the boot was very
2: much on the usual foot <laughs> <laughs> Uh no, it's quite a good idea if you're playing you. Because hmm. I was going to take my ring off before I went in. I thought they won't want this. And then I thought, actually, this is a fabulous attention to detail. Yeah. No,
3: I thought I just said it might be 90s you with the oversized, no, with the no, sort it's... of replica shirt and the jean. No, oh, no, it's yeah. correct.
2: I wasn't in an England shirt with a clip on beer belly. I... <laughs> no, it was, um, you know, it was the usual sort of dialogue. You know, Morning, Mrs. Framlingdon, lovely dog. <laughs> Oh, Mr Skinner, I haven't seen your wife for a while. No, well, um, um, um... She's staying with her it? sister. Yeah. Is this from it? You know when people murder someone in yeah. a drama? A they Spoiler say, alert. Yeah, you spoiled they're it. They're <laughs> always staying with their sister. Yeah. Mm. But they don't say, as we would in real life, oh, no, she's at her sister's at the moment. They say, um, <laughs> well, um, no, <laughs> what happened? Ah, oh, yes, you see what happened? is They did like that. Oh. Yeah. And, uh... Those weren't my lines, but they could have been. Well, go- well,
3: you can't tell us your lines. No, I can't. Spoiled. tell us, I
2: can't remember them, nor could I on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Did so many words. Did you dry, dear? No, I was all right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't really want to get out of this bit on that. <laughs> have, you anything, have you got anything more interesting? Well,
4: we got to the lever other than the adverts. We could just crack on, couldn't we?
3: What about when you set the fire alarm off this morning? That was awful. Oh, yeah.
2: Well... Why did you do that? That's because Sarah said, "If I, I'm i going to open this door. <laughs> I've never opened this door before. I said, this is where the alarm goes off. She opened the door and the alarm went off.
4: It's <laughs> like it fa- rewriting of history. For though, one
2: actually. second, I felt what, how good it must be to be Darren Brown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go, that'll do it. Absolute,
0: Absolute, absolute. Radio.
1: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: So um I, I you may know I was doing a series of um stand up shows if I can call them that.
3: Improv? Oh yeah.
2: Yes, just completely um made up. No, I meant did it improv? It didn't really improv. <laughs> <laughs> was. It was it was actually had quite a lovely week doing it. Did you? This was Great. Uh, last not the week just gone the week before.
1: Yeah.
2: Tuesday night was a bit flat but it was pancake day. <laughs> now come on!
3: Was, I <laughs> think that's good. You don't well, like that's what that worries I like me. It. I
2: like it. Well, Is that about... the sort of
3: stuff you were doing? I've heard very good now, reports. There wasn't
2: much. There wasn't anything of that standard. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit that, prepped, doesn't it? That would have been the mo- yeah, exactly. That would have been the moment when I uh, soared like a mighty comedy eagle.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. No. So was I, it just all it? made up? You just went on and went. Here we go.
2: Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't
4: start with an opening line. Here we go. Well, I, 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 there I, don't,
2: he is. I don't really there remember. It was. Uh, I did one. I did um, one of the gigs was Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I'd only had um, a sandwich. One sandwich. Two rounds of bread, as they say. Are
3: you meant
2: well, to starve yourself on Ash Wednesday? Yes, you fast. Oh,
3: are
2: yeah. you? Oh, and, I must um, tell the girls at InStyle. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I... It was actually very... come ver- see you sometime It was at a the very chapel. good gig, so I'm, I can soon know why InStyle is such a fine magazine. <laughs> <laughs> starvation, it takes you to uh, a new place.
4: Right.
2: Um, it does, though. I, I found... Yeah, the, I, yeah I,
4: it's
3: called The Front Row. Yeah.
2: Okay. I, can- <laughs> I got... Um, yeah, I thought it was... You know, you, you're about, like... Um, Saints and that starve mm. themselves and they have visions and all that. Mm. I thought it was quite uh, a good place to be. I'm not by the way, if anyone's listening, so yeah. young people. No, I'm we're not, not
3: encouraging. I mean I felt behavior. a little
2: bit like I was strung out. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you to feel that. Um,
3: no, but we're talking about responsible fasting for brief periods.
2: Yes, exactly. Thank you. Responsible <laughs> fasting. That's the policy of this show. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I never got that email. <laughs> no, no. Um So it's did five. it give
3: you the um the the taste for it then? Fasting. No, doing these improvised shows. Well it was
2: um it was Interesting. Did you think you'd like to do it again? Um I don't know that I can resist doing it again. <gasps> I feel a bit like I have um nibbled at something um which is quite compulsive. Oh. I don't know if you've ever done that. Like dark chocolate. Dark oh, chocolate, it's... I can take or leave. I'll be straight with you. Is that right? I don't think there's a person on the planet who honestly, if you <laughs> if they took a truth serum, prefers it to milk chocolate. I think people say they prefer it to milk chocolate because it makes them sound a bit more <laughs> mysterious and intellectual. No,
4: it's better.
2: It's, <laughs> it's not it better. Oh, see I
3: really think people go to the think it through to those think, levels.
2: They don't think it through. If <laughs> they were the thought of people who thought it through, they'd admit it was milk <laughs> chocolate. Alan's saying it, because he's still sulking about saying Descartes. <laughs> that was about well, three years ago. And he thinks, I can pull this back now if I pretend I prefer dark chocolate. Nobody prefers dark chocolate. I think I do. Well, I don't You think you dark. do already, I'm breaking you down.
3: <laughs> I don't prefer dark or milk. I like sherbet-based. Sherbet-based oh. chocolate? No, just sherbet-based food. Oh, no, but let's stick to
2: chocolate. Stop no, broadening not. it. We've gone from fasting to sherbet. That's yes, good point yeah
3: stop broadening it you'd be no good at end of the pier would you
2: so um i tell you what though it's an interesting uh, it's interesting to me there was a man called russell in the audience which one it wasn't one of the famous russells there are so many of them now brand Brand um,
3: howard kane um, those estate agents
2: yeah and um he kept a spreadsheet of um films that he watched so he wrote down the name of the film w- when he saw it, mm-hmm. and I think at what cinema. It's just cinema films, not. And he had a a, a, a database of seventeen hundred films
4: with him, not at w- your show. Sure? Well, he
2: might have had them on his on his smartphone. I did, oh, it wasn't course, such a bad night uh, I was going to read those out.
4: If he'd, uh, if he'd printed them out, then that would have been nominative determinism, wouldn't it? Russell. It? Oh! oh. seventeen hundred oh. Excellent! Got print yeah. out of bits of he purple. also
2: had three cattle with various brands. <laughs> <laughs> Russell brands. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, yeah, I, and uh, it made me think that when I fill in my journal, every, one thing I always put in is the time I wake up that morning.
3: Is that right? So I
2: know what time I woke up, April the 13th, um, 2004. Mm. Right. Now, why would I possibly need to know that? And what I wondered, if any of our readers have got anything unusual records that they keep, anything they keep a log of or any, mm. coin, any kind of um, ledger... Mm. Oh yeah, you with me? Yeah, not obviously Heath Ledger, but you know what I mean.
0: Frank, Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute Radio.
2: Sorry, we had a we had a texting saying we sound like we're in a toilet. Mm-hmm. That was from was it George Michael from North London? <laughs> <laughs> So um, Oh, I love George. Me too.
3: Board Game Haver... <laughs> but I wouldn't
2: want him as my chauffeur. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> no, but my would G- be a nice GBA.
2: Yeah, he would, yeah, that's true.
3: Board Game Haver says, in response to your question, Frank, have people ever logged anything in the same way that you log your sleeping patterns? Um bit odd. I've <laughs> logged every board game played and the scores for the past nine years.
2: Wow, that, <laughs> see, I love all that. <laughs> And well. so what I want to know is, do people, would, who, what's, what's he called, Nigel Havers? No, no, that's
3: Board, b- game. board game Haver. Do board you think it's Board Game Haver? Who knows? Oh, yeah. Could
2: be. It Could be a Board Game Haver. I'm not sure about it as a uh-huh. as a, as a noun, Haver. But mm. it's, I'm all right with it. Um, I wonder if, um, I don't, we don't board know if they're male haver. or female. it's male. Uh, oh, OK. Let's call him BGH. <laughs> okay. if BGH ever sits back and thinks oh, I'll, have a look. I'll have a look back say seven years back and see how games <laughs> up how that how that went
4: Yeah.
2: now what worried me about Russell the film log man is that he he kept no record of whether he liked them or, or any view, not even a sentence on the film, oh. just the recording of what he'd seen and where oh, that's I don't shame. understand why With um, also we've... I think there's a fair amount of lying about what films do you, do you ever do that? I, what, when yeah. you
3: say you've liked certain films when or when you say, say you've seen them
2: you've ever seen have you ever seen blah 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 sometimes i'll say that i have
4: oh i lied about blade runner for about 15 years yeah. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't want that with him though would you because you know you say to him oh, have you ever seen 101 dalmatians and he says hang on let me check exactly yeah and he's there for three hours looking through his, yeah. Hold you on. see,
3: this is when it comes in useful, being Michael Owen. Yeah. <laughs> you've only got the eight.
4: <laughs> That's five. And,
3: Is it five? Is it? No, it's eight, I believe, and one well, of them is Sea Biscuit.
2: It, could, it hasn't come in useful, being Michael Owen, for ages. <laughs> <laughs> and now have been reminded. Unless you're
3: a fan of the little short pens. Um, <laughs> John Barton <laughs> says, I keep a note of all my baths and showers in my diary. <laughs> that is <a> good. <laughs> I like him.
4: That is
2: good. Excellent. One would guess you see that that would be a daily occurrence but maybe not
3: <laughs> a little insight into his cleanliness <laughs> habits there
4: um, but maybe
2: he has more than one a day
4: zero yeah. six four has texted my friend roger kept a book from the age of 18 to 41 which documented every sunday league football game <laughs> he'd played in recorded a running tally of goals he scored and detailed descriptions of each one of them from I, kirsten cannock
2: so do you think there's something very
4: admirable about yeah. it yeah it, I mean, I bet that started in a sort of a spirit of getting better. Like, oh, if I write it down, I'll be able to work on it. And then I'll by the end, know, it's it just a habit.
2: Um, mm. There was a well-known footballer who did it. What was his name? Played for up front for West Ham.
4: Um, Dean Ashton.
2: No, but um, this he, is good radio. Good guess, it is, so. is a <laughs> good oh, guess. On, on, on um, Talk Sport, this would be gold. Absolute gold. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, And he kept clippings and descriptions of each goal. and if it, Bill wow. Wyman was another bloke. We need to ask he a, didn't play up front F- for West no. Ham. Danny like, F- Baker,
3: you see, if he would know the
2: answer to that, wouldn't he? Yes, he would. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't, not from my clue. Proud up front for West Ham. Okay. Oh, I,
4: I even guessed at the wrong team as well. Aston Villa on it. Um. It was, but,
2: uh, yeah. what was I... Um, oh, yeah, Bill Wyman kept a record of every Stones gig, kept ticket stubs, really? stuff like that. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. (laughs)
0: This is Frank Skinner, Absolute
2: Radio. No! I used to go into an Irish pub where the manager, whenever you walked through the doors, would go, No! We've had. Oh, sorry, okay, move on. (laughs) A message in. Message?
3: from Plastico
2: Gonzales. Oh ah, no.
4: Plastico! Do
3: you remember <laughs> last week- Of course I he remember. He got in touch. I can't remember why.
4: No, me neither. Anyway. Uh,
3: no. What- what was- he was commenting- will you both stop looking at the television? I'm gonna have to turn it off. I'm not looking- <laughs> <laughs> Alan, looking all you're doing is staring at the TV. I'm not looking at the television, <laughs> no. I was looking at
2: you. Okay, good. I've just got a wonky eye. Sound arm.
3: like an abusive boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um... Plastico Gonzalez has said, "Email corner sounds sublime. Just one thing, it's plastico, not plastico." #Hashtag oh, oh, I see. Oh, I
4: I, see.
3: I prefer plastico. Me as well.
2: Plastico Me? sounds a bit.
4: Well, I'm going to call him plastico. <laughs> mm. I'm no, sure yeah. people say plastic.
2: I'm going to call him uh, Plasto. Isn't that an area of London? That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, so, plastico. Also, if it's a made-up name, oh, don't we all own our own version of it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when you see a great painting; my interpretation is worth as much as that of the artist. Next,
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> it was Valentine's Day last week. Can I mention that? Oh. This is my belly. For any of you who want to know what it sounds
4: what like, <laughs> on Valentine's Day mentions—is that a thing? Well, I saw. You've been hypnotised. Over at yours,
3: it. you had a balloon left over from Valentine's Day. Well, I, I noted.
2: I went. Um, we went out for a meal and we went to a a, a local restaurant. Curry house? It was
4: a curry house. Where's my actually. stomach? Did Sorry. you hear my tummy rumble as we mentioned food?
2: Congratulations. <laughs>
4: Congratulations. <laughs>
3: Congratulations, as it's fashion week.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: Um, we're just ready for an improvised gig, <laughs> <laughs> so we went, and it was one of these places where the ladies were given a single red rose.
3: Oh, lovely!
2: And also, as we left, the manager very kindly <coughs> said, "Would you like um, some balloons for your for your little one?" I said, "Well, I, it, it might stop the uh, circulation. That's my worry." <laughs> um, <laughs> I so, didn't see that
3: version of art. <laughs>
2: Exactly. (laughs) I'm afraid nowadays it's the only version of off I have. (laughs) But anyway, um, I feel this has gone a bit late night. (laughs) I know, but we don't do it often. No, no. Again, first party (laughs) trouble. That's that's because the helium it just doesn't last. So, I um, I uh, so so we we walked home. With Kath holding a single red rose and two heart-shaped balloons, oh, was, one lovely. of those occasions I really wanted to be papped, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I could be used by a lowbrow magazine. Um, when I say lowbrow, I mean one that isn't published by Bauer, yes. um, mm. who own this station. God bless them. And um, I, I published as a, in a magazine in one of those competitions, which like. What occasion was Frank Skinner <laughs> <family? laughs> um Texting blah blah blah. Your text will cost nine pounds fifty, yeah. and you'll win uh, a My Little Pony. Yeah, one of those things. Uh, we were so Valentine's Day. Mm. We were so. <laughs> What's that one? So Money I can't remember what the other bit is.
4: I think it's Money Supermarket. Is it? It? Yes, oh, we yeah. We were so that,
2: but you know. I well, tell something that happened. Now, where, where would you interpret this? Me and. Uh, my my partner, Kath and I, bought each other the same Valentine's car. No oh way. Oh, did
3: you? Yeah. That's a good sign, though.
2: I think that is That's a, a, a great sign. That suggests, A, we're on the same wavelength, and B, neither of us could be bothered to walk further than 50 yards to the shop. That <laughs> oh, was selling. it from the newsagent? I'm on the same the wavelength.
4: Way. You're on the same street. That's what I'm thinking. I know. But <laughs> it was the, I thought that was... I felt good that we. would I think that's lovely. Yes, yeah. it was. It was in many ways. My wife and I got each other the same cards by not getting any cards. That's. um <laughs> exactly. that Did you not get
0: that? Oh, Can no. I say
4: that's less lovely? Yes, <laughs> it is a bit less lovely. And um, we also.
2: This is a bit odd. I always buy Kat um, a dozen red roses. Not that original. Oh yeah. No, this, not this, this year she also bought me a dozen red roses. Oh. Oh, quite camp. It was so we had twenty four <laughs> red roses and then the single red rose from the from the so we had right. twenty five red roses. It looked like Cheryl Cole's lumber region <laughs> in our living room. And I, I thought that was a bit too much. Did you? But anyway, um I'll tell you about we we bought each of the gifts as well, which I think were um quite unusual. Um, Cars, but no, I'm just thinking if, <laughs> if you had a gastric system that was, was a motorbike influence,
0: <clears throat>
2: um, anyway, adverts, I think. Absolute,
0: absolute, absolute radio,
1: Frank Skinner on absolute radio. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There is a reason that people stop presenting radio shows when they get to a certain age. Yes. Just when that song... Would you care to elaborate? That song was ending. I was going, where's where's my headphones gone? Where's my headphones? They were actually just round my neck where I always put them. Oh, dear. I believe I said,
3: they're round your neck, darling. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Oh, dear, dear, dear. Still, it's all right. It'll be over soon.
4: (laughs) <laughs> um, we've had a text. I'm not sure if this has got uh, even more profoundness after that escapade. Mm. Hi, Frank Skinner. Oh, pro- profundity. Profundity. Uh, just wondering if you would ever go on Lip Sync Battle UK. Ah, and who would you battle <laughs> no, against? I fell
1: off my now, chair. Now sorry. Now Emily's
4: fallen off a chair. Sorry. Can you two get it together? Let's put it on a radio show, guys. It's all right. You're holding, you're holding, you're <laughs> a rock. Yes. Um, Would you ever go on Lip Sync Battle UK? That's what the question is. And who would you battle against?
3: Well, I don't think you can. I don't don't think it's been given a new...
4: Did it not get the nod?
3: No, I don't think it's had the nod.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What? It's not not returning. I'm not sure if
3: it is. But anyway, as you were...
4: Has Lip Sync synced?
3: Apparently it paid very well, and they Sink.
2: threw everything at it, include even the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> Um
4: Well, I I actually was going to do it. I said I agreed to do the first series, oh. mm-hmm. but then what happened? You were you were in the car on the way there, and you still had your
0: headphones on ma- from the we, house. Didn't
2: we you? couldn't <laughs> make
4: it work, dear. We just. <laughs> <using it.
0: laughs>
2: And I was given a choice. I think. Well, he was of,
3: doing his skits at the uh, late night skits
2: show. Oh, I see. I was given a choice of Kelly Osborne or Dita Von Teese. Right.
3: Mm. Lucky man. You're a very lucky man. Thanks, Skinner. Yeah. You know.
2: But um, it didn't happen. Unfortunately, I was looking forward to which would you have it. gone for out of interest? Um, well, it was mainly about dates dear. I mean, I <laughs> suppose I've met Kelly Osborne, so it would have been more exciting to meet Dieter Von Tees, who I hear travels in a small mobile um, champagne glass <laughs> at <wrong>. all times. <laughs> um, but I'd, I'd be happy to shout up to her. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have to when she works with you, you have to hold the but- bottom steady, like when, when you're working with someone up a ladder. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it didn't happen, <gasps> but I'd like to have done it. I had my songs lined up and everything.
3: 701 yeah. has texted us. We have a witness. Oh. Do you remember last week you talked about an embarrassing incident where you told someone to get a life? Yes. Someone saw you do that.
2: Okay, we'll be back after this. Mm-hmm.
0: This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio.
3: So, 701. Mm hmm witnessed the incident, he says, in Deal. Hello all, I witnessed Franks get a life in Deal. Oh dear. This is when you shouted at a man to get a life.
2: <laughs> well this is a man, in case you weren't listening last week, I, um, yeah, I in order to get past his wife on a narrow walkway I said excuse me and he said please mm. and um, we debated that and I suggested that he got a life which I, I said I yeah. looked back as a bit
3: well, Rob Rob says you, you did indeed say that and just to identify himself and prove he was there he says I was the guy five minutes before who spoke to him about the podcast <laughs> do you recall him?
2: Um, remember her? Okay. Yeah, but I don't think he was in the vicinity to hear the. Uh, was he? Of course, he was. Was he
4: tailing me? He's tailing <laughs> you. A podcast listeners—they're oh, like, okay. aren't they? They're. Uh, I mean, we love them, but they're nerds, and they would follow you if they met you in the street. Are of they, course, they well, do. I, uh, I more. I love more that about them. them. Yeah, me too. Well, I think we're increasing in popularity. <laughs> oh do <dear>. you?
3: <laughs> I, ha- I had a gentleman approach me on the tube the other day. What? I mean, and what
4: again? <laughs> you met a legend. It sounds like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that takes um, God's to approach someone on the
3: Can I just say, don't come up to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> when I haven't got, got well? any makeup on. Okay? Don't shout, love the podcast, Emily, when I've got no makeup. That's not going to happen. No. I I, I, I I lo- he was a lovely young boy, and thank you very much, but no makeup.
2: Right. No but who, How can they tell from a distance? By the time mm. they've got close to you, they've committed. From a distance. Yeah. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> sang that? A bit.
4: that was such
3: an old dad's thing to do. <laughs>
4: what song was that? <laughs> from a distance. By who? I can't remember. Bette Midler. Bette Midler is it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's there's a Four Tops what's one. What's from a that?
3: distance. <laughs> no, there's From a Distance. Bette I can't Midler. believe
4: this link has ended up like this. So <laughs> four Tops. I blame myself. Maybe she covered the Four Tops. I'll tell you who. I mean, would. she was a, quite a woman <laughs> in <isn't> her youth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who would know, we've had a text here, my partner has recorded every book she has ever read for years, and a friend's dad has a list of every song he's ever heard with a rating out of five. That can't... What? Oh, every song he's ever heard? On. So he, he's now going to write from a distance? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, I'm not. I'm not hopeful of a high one. He can't one. listen to the radio, because that would be torment. Like it, the, yeah. the admin. I mean, we, we, we put out as little music as we can get away with, but <laughs> even so...
2: Even so, you'd have to have one of those cricket scoreboards. <laughs>
3: so, were you for topsing or Bette Midlering it? Can I you just establish? I don't know. I don't know from oh.
2: a distance. Who? Who sure was that? Bette Midler. Well, I mean, she could have covered um, a four-top song. That's possible. Well, someone will know out there. That's okay. the great thing about our crowd—they know everything. Thank you.
0: Absolute, absolute, absolute radio.
1: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Uh, this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show at 8 12 15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website.
3: Jason Clogg has texted in. Jason
2: Clogg?
3: Yeah. Okay. From a Distance <laughs> was sung by Nancy Griffith, Be- Bette Midler and then by Sir Cliff.
2: What, no, Four Tops? No. That's I, I've, oh. I've, I owned it by the Four Tops. I think I saw them do it live. No. I used to be a big fan of the Four Tops.
3: Well, obviously not that big.
2: I told a <laughs> lie in order to <laughs> get... Well, I, I maintain, I would put money on the fact that they did from a distance. Okay. I uh, I saw them at the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry, and I was so desperate to get down and shake the hands of the likes of uh, Abdul Fakir. That uh, who was one of their one of their people. That uh, I pretended to the OSHA that uh, my girlfriend had dropped her purse over the edge, so we went down to get it. And I went up and shook hands with the four tops. That's <laughs> how keen I was. This was in my uh, Tamler period.
4: Okay, okay. Is that another impression of no one? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's not, He's got us onto the subject of music, which I'm pleased about because mm-hmm. I would like to discuss the Grammys with.
2: You. Oh, yes. Both Is that morning. those old Russian women that was in the Eurovision <laughs> Song Contest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I love that. Yeah, were, what they were good. To them? Well, I think we can guess what happened to them. <laughs> <laughs> three, three dead, two in a gulag.
3: <laughs> oh, no, that's the people on the jump. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so, there was a lot of controversy <laughs> with these Grammys. Mm-hmm. Firstly, Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, yes. I mean, did you see this, boys? He was turned away from Tiger with a wise post-Grammy party.
4: Yeah.
3: he was told, no, you're not coming in. I watched, did you see the video? I watched the whole thing. It was him, there was Beck, there was the Foo Fighters drama or whatever. I watched the
4: video twice.
2: Yes. I I have to say the the Foo Fighters drama had less of an (laughs) argument. (laughs) (laughs) So Paul McCartney and he was a
4: chance And Beck. Yeah. And Beck, I mean... Although, yeah. so
3: Paul did say, How VIP do we got to get?
4: That, no, I didn't, I mean, that I was didn't, a very good lie. I didn't like the grammar in that. I didn't, because he's. Well, his
3: know. wife's American. Yeah. You know, but these he's people
4: not, can't he? help it. I thought he was being yeah.
2: slight. Did Labyrinth get in? <laughs> Labyrinth. <laughs> yeah, you know Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. I've recently discovered Labyrinth is quite a big story For those completely passed
4: me by So you, I'm imagining he was in well, there Well to be honest I would hope that there was Labyrinth in there Because if I'm going to a nightclub that's got a tiger in it I'd, I'd want there to be you know, Yes, I can't believe he was trying that After I what happened I mean, to Siegfried and Roy I am a man who couldn't find his headphones on his head
2: <laughs> I, I hadn't heard a tiger is he, is he, Have you not heard a not tiger? Heard tiger? Is he a big star?
3: Yes and he goes out yeah. with Kylie Jenner
2: Oh, does he? Oh, does he? Is that um, not the one that used to be Bruce?
3: No, it's his daughter. Oh, okay. Her daughter. <laughs> it's um, Kim Kardashian's sister, yeah. Oh,
2: okay. I'm sure she's lovely. They're a handsome family, if mm. foolish. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay.
3: Did you know Tiger, Alan? I,
4: I didn't know. I wasn't aware of Charlie, his, uh, did you know Tiger? His work.
3: Charlie didn't.
4: But I if love if the side. If you fact go on that onto that his Maka website, is it does it
2: uh ooh that tiger, ooh <laughs> that tiger, ooh that taiger, ooh that tiger, ooh that tiger. Help me out of this. Ooh that, tiger, ooh, <laughs> ooh, that tiger, do, 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 ooh, that tiger. Maybe huh? does
4: that help you out of it?
2: I Maybe. bet he's never heard it. Even though he's called Tiger, but he's never heard that song and that is what's gone wrong. 'Cause there's been a, there's been a disconnect
3: yeah when i saw paul mccartney mm. poke his little head around that door someone was coming out and you just saw a little slither of what life was like inside there inside that hallowed vip area oh yeah and the noise and the dreadful people mm-hmm. and i just thought i think you've dodged a bullet ball I think I wouldn't want to be inside there. It looked like Hades.
2: I don't think we should say that Paul McCartney has dodged (laughs) dodged a bullet. Seems inappropriate. (laughs) Slightly. but But you um, know what I mean, Frank. (laughs) It do, but don't you you think it's horrible? I can't think of many people who are more famous than Paul McCartney. No, as he
4: says, what you (laughs) got to do. He did. There was a slightly. emboldening himself bit, where he went oh i think we're gonna have to write another hit guys
2: yeah, <laughs> no. like that. i
4: don't think you should have committed to that at this stage <laughs> <laughs> it might not
2: be getting in anywhere for a while well they yeah. did they had
3: that blackbird one didn't they oh,
2: blackbird singing it? in the dead end that's that been the a the while, the while best best beatles no. song ever <laughs> and they did that from a distance <laughs> 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 Yeah, 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 um... Did anyone I...
4: notice his gum chewing? He was chewing his gum like like what? he had a piece of gum in and all the way through the cliff like Who like was? McCartney.
2: That was right. That's the way him with right. I, d- I um. just assumed
4: that he was rehabbing a dislocated jaw. I don't know what else well. it could be, but it was fevered. It was fevered gum chewing. Oh, well, let's have a look
2: at <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... Um, uh, I was once going to the, before I did, before I hosted the Brits, I went Mm. to the Brits a couple of times and I went there and I went to go to this exclusive sort of backstage party and they wouldn't, they wouldn't let me in. And, um, Michael Hodgance came over and vouched for me.
3: Oh, well, we'd met him together, Frank. Yes,
2: head to toe in velvet he was. Always collecting the lint. But I was, um... (laughs) I, I, I remember walking past the bouncer when Michael Hutchins had come up. I just slightly clutched his upper arm and smiled. It was oh, a lovely moment. Well done. Oh, I'd gone be led in by the Lizard King.
3: We've <laughs> <laughs> all been there. He Being yes. turned away from... Oh, oh, no, yeah. oh no, I haven't. No, 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 I have. No, it has happened to me. I I've just styled it out. Yes. Got it in. I
2: think Paul McCartney styled it out. I thought, I thought his his reproach, his approach. It wasn't a reproach. It was a pro- was that a Freudian? I don't know. But um, I liked him. Good night.
0: Absolute, 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 radio.
1: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: I've had another text saying that I sound like I'm uh...
3: in the bathroom.
2: It says under yeah. the
4: table actually. That under thing. the table. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> Sometimes it gives got... me hiccups. We've got, a, we've got a good text in for for you. Oh, yeah? The Four Tops did do a cover of From a Distance in
3: 1981. There you go, darling. It the
4: sixth track on their album Tonight. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, you've got that, have you? Uh, uh, yes. Really? Somewhere. On vinyl, mm. probably. It probably is on vinyl, yeah.
2: But um, mm. it, I was correct. Mm. Oh, I know me Tops. <laughs> Don't worry about that.
4: Um, so the Grammys? Oh, the Grammys, yes. Yeah. So first, sorry, Alan. I was just going to say, is, is it common knowledge that Paul McCartney and Beck are mates? So that was a bit of uh, a, a mm. snapshot. They, might, they into, might just have hooked up that What
2: night. do you think? They
4: met at the party. And yeah, they were we like, might
2: have met at the door. You think he was like, Q.
4: oh, you're going to the party, Tiger. Yeah.
2: Let's go. <laughs> and Beck said...
0: Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm going with you, uh, Mr. Yeah, jump Courtney. Jump uh, Sir Paul, actually. Sir Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a hell name is that? it's <laughs> <laughs> my back, out of the way. I've done so, my backing.
3: There was another incident with Adele.
2: Oh,
4: oh her yeah. sound went wrong. The, yes, the
3: mics fell onto the piano strings. Well, she had a
4: didn't she? She had a nightmare. Well, did the, did the oh. mics fall?
3: Off? Oh, do you think they didn't? What do you think?
4: Well, I, I mean, she's got a beautiful voice.
2: Adele she sounded terrible for about um, twenty seconds. Mm. I thought maybe she just, you know, had a bit of a wobble. We all have them.
4: Mm.
2: I um, don't know what you mean.
3: Well, um, what have you heard? She about, said she like, regretted um, pushing through. And that she wishes. Well, we've she all d-
2: regretted that. <laughs> <laughs> she
3: she wish, she wishes that she just stopped and said, "No, I can't do this. It sounds wrong."
2: Like the um, thing he did once on the Voice. Who was the woman with the fringe on the Voice?
4: Oh,
2: you know, Jay. I
4: think you might jay, jay Jamie
2: J. J. Jesse J. Oh yeah, thank you so much. And um, who is Gaza? <laughs> <laughs> and she started to do a live thing and she just stopped and said, No, the sound's wrong. Do you remember that live on television? I sure she she got some guts.
3: Well it um, was similar to when I saw Russell Grant's live
2: show oh, and yeah. the
3: feather boa got caught up in the coat stand.
2: Oh god, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> in some sort of <laughs> agricultural machinery and he was killed. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing his picture on the Oscar tributes section.
3: <laughs> and a, st- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. I think and a have stage Sorry.
2: Imagine if he came up on the Oscar
0: tributes thing. People <laughs> say so, well, What who the hell is that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> a stagehand came over to fix it and went, No, leave that. Leave that now.
2: <laughs> oh, dear, I'm yeah, He was angry. Imagine, He's a lovely man, though. No, we're, we're not condemning <laughs> his um, human essence. Mm. Not at all.
3: He's fabulous. <laughs> anyway.
2: Can I say that when I sang Three Lions uh, 98 live on TFI Friday... <laughs> um, can I that point was bad. out? Yeah, can I point out that a, a microphone had fallen on the piano <laughs> oh, <yeah>. string? <laughs>
3: why was that so bad? <laughs> I didn't realise it at line. the time,
2: but looking back, that's ex- exactly what happened. Also, it stayed there for the whole song; no uh-huh. one moved it.
3: Do you know what? I'd forgotten how bad that was. It was
2: absolutely—it's t- the well, one of the worst things I've ever heard.
3: Can I just say, young people, Google it. I couldn't believe it, and I knew Is it Frank on at YouTube. The time. Uh, Well, if it isn't, can someone upload it? Because, (laughs) Frank, you came out of it quite badly. David Badil.
2: No, we were both terrible. I mean, usually, (laughs) I I don't think he'd argue with this. I sang better than him. But on this Mm. case, we both went to the very depths. But, you know, if there's a mic on the (laughs) piano strings, what can (laughs) you do? I was trapped. (laughs) She said um, she cried for the whole of the next day. Thinking about it. And that reminded me of when I hosted the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> I, not for the whole day, but I certainly cried um, as long uh, until I recalled my fee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Frank, Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute Radio.
4: We've got a problem, I'm afraid. Um, what? We've turned the show into something of a pop quiz, accidentally. Oh, um, right. Yeah. We've uh, we've had a text here Hi, from a distance wasn't written until 1987 So if the Four Tops did a song called that It was not the same song That's from Neil Noel Rowland, sorry Well, I
2: think I sang
4: oh. the, their version And we've also had a text saying The producer's Tops, phone is going off Four Tops album tonight Released 1981 Has from a distance on it But don't think as a single So they could have sung it at a concert Frank is right, I think There you go But that that contradicts I, think we've,
2: that. I think we've established that they did a song called From a Distance. Okay. Um, I mean, it's hard to look back now from a distance. <laughs> mm. Mm. By the way, my spectacles, which I bought recently, which were based on um, the spectacles that Gregory Peck yes. wore when he played Abyss. That all that all of the papers today. Of course they are. Rather the the fine of, on you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. But because of the death of Harper Lee, they're mm-hmm. everywhere. I bought just in time.
4: Oh yeah, they'll be sold out. <laughs> oh, there's going
2: to be. It's like, it's like it's like when people who bought pork bellies just before the Great Pork Belly Rush.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> they'll that be ever, worth a it?
2: fortune these glasses now. Now yeah. Harper Lee's gone down. God bless her. <laughs> um, so. um... And what about... Did you see Johnny
4: Depp's band? Yes. I didn't. Did you guys? I did, yeah. I did. Was it good? Hollywood vampires. Group? Was it a super group? That's it's what they, they Alice call it, Cooper isn't it? it Cooper singing on Super? Well... Super Cooper? I it was a bit
3: it. Tom Jones at the start of The Voice, you know, and they all have to sing together and <laughs> yeah. it's a bit weird. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. it is. Um, they had Alice Cooper, <laughs> mm-hmm. a man from Guns N' Roses.
4: That's what Duff. his name is.
3: Joe Perry, who I believe is an aerosmith. They
2: had Doth from... Uh, Oh, is it? Clones and Roses. It was the bloke who said that he, he drank, um, seven... No, he drank a gallon of vodka a day, he said. Oh. Oh. Sounds, he did not. That sounds unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big lie.
3: I didn't like... One thing I didn't like was when Alice Cooper was talking about them and he said the thing about the vampires is we have to carefully schedule gigs for the vampires I th- don't call them the vampires like it's the stones and everyone knows them this is the first time they perform
4: no he is right about the carefully scheduling ah. gigs though cuz daylight Can ruin their gigs.
2: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. All running water. Yeah. (laughs) And they won't be doing any churches.
3: There was one slightly off-sounding guitar. It went a bit three lines.
2: Well, there was a (laughs) microphone on the (laughs) piano strings. Yeah, but
3: out of all of those men in the Hollywood vampires, who's your finger pointing at? I know who's mine. JD, do you think? Of course,
4: it is. Come on, I love. He doesn't know what he's doing in J D. He doesn't know. You don't know what
2: you're doing. My favourite quote from uh, the Johnny Depp people said. That Johnny has to balance his commitment to the vampires with his commitments to um <laughs> filming the Invisible Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought what well, a scope for a day off or two for that one. This is Frank
4: Skinner, absolute
0: radio. Yes, yeah,
3: so I'm not sure about those Hollywood vampires. And also they've all got hats. Well, oh, uh, we uh, all know when the man the middle aged man wears a hat, it just makes me nervous. Men of yes. a certain
4: age, yeah.
2: I um on. I saw um who was the bloke who was married to um that looks like a problem with names. Oh, the woman who's now oh, I married— I love this. It's so pensioner. Jamie Lee James. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Earl James Jones. James yeah. Shirley <laughs> James. Is, <laughs> is it? Mar- Sorry, my guess is going to be Is it, now, it, is it be Christopher? Guest married
3: to Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: No, his is name it... was um, Jamie Earl James Jones James. <laughs>
3: There's no such person. <laughs> um, he was
2: married JJ, to. That's what people call. him. He's married to the woman. The woman who now is married to Brad Pitt.
4: I feel, a, I feel a bit like I'm talking to my grandma. You're talking now.
3: about, to, uh, no, you're talking about Tom... No, it's not Tommy, Tommy Lee yes, Tommy. No, he wasn't married to Angelina Jolie. Tommy
4: Lee Miller. Tommy
2: uh, Lee Jones. Johnny Miller.
3: Jo- no, le- leave it with me, I'll get Tommy it.
2: Lee Jones was married to No, Angelina. he wasn't,
3: he wasn't. Yeah, he was. He, no, he wasn't. No,
2: Johnny Miller was. No. No. Bobby... No. He was. <laughs> I you he played, he um, played the Janus-faced man yeah. in, um... What's his
3: name? anyway i think it
2: is tommy lee jones no that's it? not anyway him yeah I, he had a band i saw them play bobby um.
3: lee something <laughs> it is <laughs> anyway
2: jerry lee a- lewis <laughs> um yes him anyway so you're all laughing at me for not knowing him no you don't know him i can't believe uh, i can't remember yeah. that he was married to billy, billy, billy bob thornton billy bob thornton yes Charlie I, the producer. i've been in his chocolate <laughs> cabin <laughs> but that's another story <laughs> <laughs> um yes God. well he he was married to angelina jolie was he uh yes he? he was yes. yeah didn't was she carry a file of his blood around her neck or something like that yes and
3: thank Did you she? for all the people who texted in billy bob thornton
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much will? <laughs> it was billy bob mm. I have know again in another hour Hey, Billy Bob Billy Bob Also, 546
3: okay. says Morning Frank, I keep a spreadsheet of all the box Fizz records I own So far it's over 200 from all over the world Box Fizz fan in Norwich Fantastic,
2: congratulations
4: mm. There you go Oh, so he's buying them with different covers Is that what he's doing? From all over the world or yeah, from different, live concerts different pre, 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 pre releases <laughs> I see
2: that's my guess he's a completist a box of his completist what's wrong with that
4: no it's not I'm not work girl, I work
2: with a producer who does a lot of uh, big TV shows look him up uh, Spencer Millman oh yeah oh yeah and his dad made the, the velcro skirts for ripping off in, the, in the making your um, mind, mind up thing so um, is this, that
3: all he did or did he do something else
2: um, no, he just did that. OK. <laughs> he wanted would well, retire after that. They kept him in a hotel room. <laughs> they just left the food by the door uh-huh. until they were ready for the skirts. <laughs> and, and that was it. That was his lifetime. <laughs> but um, in many ways, you achieve more than, than a great many of us do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolutely.
4: Um, we've had some great news In on the text messages, guys We were We had a I mean, the last link was It was a, a bit it like was, verbal spaghetti About Billy on. Bob Thornton it Johnny Lee Miller Tommy Lee Jones I mean, it wasn't as bad as the ballet link But it was It was a different kind <laughs> of strange, no, it wasn't was, it? It was, was I had had Can
3: I tell you what it was? It was dressing room of the Golden Girls <laughs> It was <laughs> That's really what it sounded like It
4: was I had a minor break there Yeah
2: Well
3: Tommy, Johnny Lee, Tommy, Great,
4: Tommy Lee. Johnny. Great Lee. news, guys. Paul has texted in. And I mean, I would have read this anyway, but here it is. It says Alan is, brackets, as always, exclamation mark. Alan is, as always, right. Angelina Jolie was... can't
3: <laughs> that, that about yourself.
4: <laughs> I can. Angelina Jolie was married to Johnny Lee Miller in the late 90s. Yeah. Married Billy Bob before deciding that trailer park names were bad luck and settled for single barrel forename Brad. Yes. You're welcome. That's what I said. I said mm. that she was married to Johnny well, Lee yeah, Miller and you I knew both that. said no. I
3: didn't say no, I just said that wasn't Billy Bob
2: Ford. You said oh. she was married to Jeremy Lee Curtis, didn't Exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and that's... then
3: you said Tommy Lee Jones...
4: Yeah, Mm, no, I don't. don't John Lee Hooker, I think was. Oh, let's
3: not go down this road again. He's good.
2: Yeah, good. Well, anyway, we got that it was Billy Bob. Anyway, I I, I didn't. I saw his band at the Union Chapel in Islington in North London. Billy
3: Bob Thornton. Yeah,
2: I walked out after four songs. It was so terrible.
4: Oh, really?
2: (laughs) Was it worse um,
3: than uh, your performance of Three Lions on TFI Friday?
2: Well, it was worse in that um, I think we accepted that we weren't good, and um, I think Billy, Billy Bob. Bill is a man who um, probably takes himself a little seriously, even though he's got two abbreviated forenames.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if he was called, um, what would it be, W.R. Thornton?
3: I suspect he speaks like your old oil prospector, Frank.
2: I don't remember him. He, he said something about when he got depressed and he didn't, leave, uh, he didn't leave his room for two years or something like that. Oh. And mm. I thought, well, I'm starting to envy you that. <laughs> At least she didn't come to the gig like this. (laughs) Anyway, he had his. I think we can say he had Angelina's golden years. So there's pluses. Absolute,
0: Absolute, absolute radio.
1: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. (laughs) <laughs> in a
4: bit, in a bit, into the mic. Go on. speaking it's the mic. People are saying...
1: OK. They're the the calling, the
2: calling, for callings with been my ruin. I'll go no more, the calling with
4: you, fair mind. There's a mic falling on the piano. I don't you know. know. I there's a mic on I'll the piano. Have a, I'll have a mead, please. <laughs> <laughs> mic on the piano, I know. You know this the thing piano. with Adele saying how oh, the sound was wrong? Addle. Was there not she addled. She addled. <laughs> was there not a point that afternoon where they went, one, two, testing, one, two two because that seems to be like the industry they standards don't do, they don't do that anymore they don't do that yeah no. oh. you can't do that in the current climate
3: <laughs> what do you mean <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know i think you have to do it in sanskrit oh. Oh, fair um what did you lady speak Gagga of Gagga. Fant- oh yes lady gaga oh, well
3: we, we were talking about the grammys and she did this um David bowie tribute
2: Ha! yeah did she- you watch it
3: well i did did you see it, Al?
4: I have not seen it, but I hear there was a brouhaha about the gar Well, um, I mean, the, the brouhaha was about the fact that
2: she um, bookended it, uh-huh. if that's the word, mm. with two adverts for Intel. Yes. I don't really know what Intel is. It's something I've read. It's a
3: Pentium processor? Yeah. I don't know what that
2: it's is <laughs> either. <I've laughs> sounded really <laughs> convincing, I've seen it on a laptop. <laughs> when they said Intel, I thought... I it's I have got no the idea. four...
3: Do, 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 or something, hasn't it?
4: Has it? Yes, oh, okay. that's his
3: little... And someone, it's one of those urban myths that someone is a multimillionaire as a result of those four notes. Oh,
2: really? Anyway, but, that sounds good. So that's been the fuss. That she mm. did a tribute to Bowie, which was um, bookended by an advert for Intel, mm-hmm. which seems poor taste.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but no-one's mentioned that the medley of Bowie she did was terrible. I, there must mm. have been another mic on the... On the piano,
4: it sounds like the piano where they good. keep the mics at this concert, I tell you what,
2: also, but when you do a medley, they have to work the songs have to blend into each other, so it would go, mm. "Let's dance good <laughs> and let's sing the blues." is a life on <laughs> I mean it was really it was sob jive bunny
4: it was sub- <laughs> <laughs> it was what words said against I jive bunny it was or, it I once saw
2: Zoe Springsteen at the Barn Social Club in Aston who was a woman <laughs> in her mid-forties who came on and said clap your hands if you love Tamla Motown and she did a Tamla Motown medley that was better than what Lady Gar did the other night. Lady Partly Gar-G- because she slightly misjudged the length of her dress, so when she rose her hands above her head to clap, there was a pants moment. I don't think it was, was that. I think had it been deliberate, she'd have, to be honest, she'd have chosen better pants.
3: Oh, but it was M&S stripies.
2: They were stripey. Do
3: you know? Um, I also I found the con- the constant costume changes. It was a bit opportunity knocks impressionist delving into the suitcase behind the whole
2: him. Thing was, th-
3: I mean, I can't ad- have
2: that. Not just the advertising, but the advertising surrounding something mm. terrible. As, as far as I'm concerned, she's finished in our house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio.
1: Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Um,
2: this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio
4: website. And we're in a different studio, which is why we sound slightly differently. But we're still bringing the same jocularity to, yeah, you know... Still bringing you
2: uh, good times on a Saturday
4: morning. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, And apparently there's been another brouhaha. It's not just Lady Gaga. It's all brouhaha. It's all brouhaha. Um, apparently, um, Jerry Halliwell has oh. been accused, accused of changing her accent. She was on Bake Off or something. She won, yeah. she won it, um, I think. Mediterranean won, tart. Won Spoil- Ay, come uh, on. Yep, yeah, that was one of the other contestants. Let's um, move on.
3: Chocolate tray bake.
4: Oh, Mm. Trayvon, and
2: Ginger jumper as well Which is, I believe, what she calls her husband (laughs) (laughs) Um, She won, didn't she? No, she did a thing called the ginger jumper Which was a tribute to Greg Rutherford The the The, um, ginger-haired long jumper Oh, that's good Yeah That's kind They had to do a sports theme Oh, that's right, yeah i mean she won i mean she's got a great amount of stick for doing a program free Mm. to raise money for people in the third world
3: oh he's such Mm. a hallowell apologist what
2: a what a a monster she is well it wasn't that they were cross
3: about people gave her stick because they said she changed her accent they said she's a girl from watford that's what was so endearing about her and hold on a minute whenever was
2: (laughs) when was the public endeared by jerry she's always been the one who's had the most
3: no you just like to think that because then you feel you're supporting the underdog he loves an
2: underdog i know i don't 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 like gingerism
3: no but she was the one men fancied the most was she yeah
2: always yeah that's probably true
3: anyway the point is she had this posh accent apparently and everyone kept saying on twitter why is she talking like this Now, if you've got increased cash flow, you're going to be hanging around with Poshens. I guess that's why. Is
2: her husband Posh? Christian Um. Horner.
3: Um...
2: I, should, I, should I would think, imagine so. I, should, I imagine so. They are married. <laughs> 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 no, if he's posh, sometimes you can hang around with people and pick up their accents. Oh, most yes, most. That this is, is a w- bit embarrassing, isn't this it? This is why the royal family aren't allowed to marry into the working classes. They'd be ruined forever. But Kath right. certainly, when I first she's went got out more with
3: Birmingham her. since she she's had, with yeah, you.
2: she had some Birmingham vowels. Right. Mm. So I just think um, she's accidentally fallen into the posh society, and uh, I don't think it's
4: deliberate.
3: You think I love putting on a posh voice though, and I've got to make just phone calls. She was
4: baking, just baking, sort of elevates your social status because it's all like high tea. Yeah, we're having cake, and even then, just talking about baking, I went a bit posher.
2: Well, let me let me refer
4: to you to Greg's. Right, yeah, they do a lot
2: of baking. <laughs> they do a lot of baking. I think they've managed to stay close to their roots. I've not ever really baked.
4: Does a potato count? I don't think it does. Oh no. it's well, that's interesting that. I've done that that'd be good if I was on celebrity bake off. For a start there would be a question mark about the booking policy. But if they went and now it's over to Alan and he's done a potato.
0: Well are you <laughs>
2: I liked the accent. I thought it was... Uh, well, Jerry's accent? I thought it suited her. He didn't? Well... I, she looked like a really good Eddie of the Duchess of York. <laughs> oh,
3: <that> sounds good. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, Which I can't we've judge. have all yearned for. I can't judge, <laughs> Frank, because I do put on a slightly faux East End accent do if you? I get in a cab you sometimes. you doing it now? No. No, I'll just say, all right, mate, just round here. Oh, I know what you mean.
2: You don't... Wow. Do I do a
3: little bit, because I want to bond with him. <laughs> I do. I've done that with certain boyfriends as well.
2: <laughs> that, well just you, ones
3: that don't speak quite as, quite, you know, speak differently. Good English. Unfortunately,
2: yeah. I've never been out with any Wild West old-timers. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I could have done that as well. well you could have fooled me. <laughs> I, um, I once, I remember, I did teacher training at the school for a day. Mm. And for some reason, when I spoke to the class, I did it in the voice of Merseyside poet Roger McGough. No. Good morning, everyone, and how are you? And honestly, I didn't know it. Once I'd started, of course, I was stuck with it. Yeah. Paul, don't do that, please. (laughs) Anyway, now we're going to talk about... And I really did. I could hear it in my head, and I was trapped. I I was Roger McGough for the whole day.
3: Can I say I respect you two for keeping your accents? There's many people that come up to the big smoke and change their ways. Not you two, not Frank and Alan.
2: I think mine has has been slightly watered down. Yeah, me too. Because I know when I go to... West Brom games I feel it crank back up again Right mm. But no, so, wait, 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 it, What can you do? You're Nothing, can't you?
4: Not a word didn't no, Why is exactly. doing
3: Charles' accent so much stronger than yours?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so it's, strong He tries harder, do Middle classes <laughs> do
0: <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner
1: On Absolute Radio
0: Absolute Radio
2: So, um. Uh, we're we talking about, yeah. It's interesting in the same way that Christopher Eccleston and Julie Walters were saying that it's a massive advantage in the acting profession to have a posh accent, which think... I think is definitely true. Oh. Yeah, I'm never going to be Sherlock Holmes, am I? Um, Watson, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could put that there, my man. That's not going to happen.
3: No, <laughs> you'd be true. restricted certainly. Yeah, In, in so, the roles that you could play. Or, or you could act, dear.
2: So, so, Je- maybe Jerry's thought, you know, it's time to, um, if you can't beat them, join them. Also, social mobility and all that.
3: I know, but when they have elocution
4: lessons, you- one can always tell.
2: Well, she once bought me eight pairs of pants, and I suppose I've always loved her since then. Did she? She did.
4: That's nice. Was it a special occasion, or did you, uh... What's a collective noun for pants? About? Anyone? Is it, um, is it oh. a, a murder of pants? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, crows, isn't it? That's think, crows, yeah. I think a murder of pants is a really bad night out. is there? yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got be careful. A gaggle, a gaggle of pants.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, maybe I'm... Actually, I'm exaggerating. I think it was four pairs. Oh. Why did
3: she give you the pants?
2: Because it was a, it, I think it was a joke. Do you remember? I used to, there used to be that um, footage of me dancing in my pants. Oh yeah, oh, the Wenger boys. And, and they were a sort of a, a, a cheaper brief. Mm-hmm. So she bought me some stylish Calvin Klein boxers. Oh. Nice.
4: And now you get sent the Bjorn Borgs. Of course. Yes. I the... tell you what, that
3: went wild. Talk that about, went viral.
2: Talk about wonder... social mobility. There you are. <laughs> yes. My um, private parts were a victim of the boxer rebellion. <laughs> He Not many people, people can say people that.
3: Coming up to him in the street about that clip.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. That was my golden moment. <laughs> anyway, we we love Jerry on this show, Jerry Horner. Now I just gave her a friendly embrace. <laughs> <laughs> God. So. um...
3: Oh Frank, I'd like to read out uh, a missive we've had in. Lovely. This one concerns Alan Cochrane, and it's from Prisoner 805. Okay. Morning, Emily Frank. But more importantly, Alan.
4: Like it so far.
3: Okay. I like Emily Frank.
2: (laughs) That's the one who didn't go in the attic. Enough (laughs) to hell with it. I'm just going to sit in the garden. Let him (laughs) come.
3: And we all know that that would have been my attitude as well. (laughs) Exactly. Long-time reader, first-time writer. This week, my wife and I experienced the most peculiar outing of the year so far, when on Tuesday night we journeyed north. End of the email. No, not really. To join Alan for an evening of wisdom and chuckles. We could only assume that our sat nav was on the blink when we arrived at our destination on a darkened industrial estate outside a bowling alley slash roller disco.
4: Oh yeah! Wow! They (laughs) still
2: have roller discos. I thought they disappeared. I think
4: I know what this email is about. It's a toilet. I think
3: the youth ticking off names at the entrance confirmed our safe arrival. Mm -hmm. Comedy accompanied by the booming sounds of a roller disco may well be the future. Yeah. Uh, it had certainly had the feel of a working men's club in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. We will certainly see him again for the freedom of Nostalgia. Yeah. There you go.
4: Yeah. The, uh, that was, um, it was a strange tour date, Frank. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't think I spoke to more than 95% of the audience for the entire show. There was a constant <laughs> stream of Departures and oh, i had, had one
2: of those in Bradford once. People very were very peculiar, they were weeing yes. from about five minutes in, and it never stopped.
4: Well, it began with a woman leaving and uh, said, I'm sorry, my children aren't well, I've got to go. And I said, Okay, well, that's fine. fair enough, said, yeah, you? yeah. Yes, I was exactly. really, I mean, I did say you can't have your money back, but you can go. And um, <laughs> and, uh, and then she came back and said something to her husband, and well, they, went got, again. they got better. No, I did say it, they're they fine again. <laughs> and then the husband went and he came back saying, yeah, she couldn't start my car, she didn't know how to work it. And I said, have you two just met? I thought you were a family. Um, they were fine, the children, but the husband stayed to watch the shows. But very, very peculiar. And yes, in a yeah. very gaudy place, a roller disco of all places. Have
2: you, I mean, I honestly thought they, were, they only happened in Glee.
3: What, the roller discos? <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, wow,
3: that's not the only missive we've had in for Alan this morning.
2: Oh yeah, well oh, can, can, can we hold this one because, um, as you know, on commercial radio we have certain commitments okay. to the. Yeah. Um,
0: but the Alan Show will be back in a minute. To the
2: business sector, <laughs> and here they come.
0: This is Frank Skinner, Absolute
3: Radio. Dear Frank, Emily, and the Cockspor Sportif. I was waiting in the queue of a popular coffee franchise at a motorway service station on Thursday night when mm-hmm. who should stand behind me but the one and only Alan Cochran? Mm-hmm. After paying the extortionate rate of £8 for a hot chocolate... right? Mi- what? Wait, wait no, for this. No. And a milkshake. Mm. This
4: Which isn't me, by the way, that was no. them.
3: Which may seem reasonable down in the big smoke. I realised that Alan was wearing a camouflage top with bright blue trainers and an equally eye-catching hat. Mm -hmm. Just wondering if any of you have ever felt the need to wear anything in particular to avoid attention, or equally to make sure you're the centre of it in any particular environment. No praise whatsoever, Terry in Wolverhampton.
4: Uh, Thanks, Terry. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Um, What you don't say is that hot chocolate and milkshake took about 20 minutes to make, and we were on a time budget on our way home. Tell. Um, But... Intel? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um... uh, We—he—he stumbled upon one of my uh, game changers of recent weeks. Remember, we talked about life hacks. Yes. So I did the gig that I think um, we—we can all agree was in a strange venue, the Newton Aycliffe one. We got stuck in traffic on the way back, and then we got some road closures. So got home at like three in the morning, Mm. and the next day, me and Mike, the other comic that's on the show, are um, going to Bristol. Bristol from Manchester, goes past Birmingham, goes Mm. to Bristol tea time traffic, horrible. Yeah. So I said to Mike on the way back, I went, Tomorrow when we do this gig, I'm travelling in a tracksuit all the way there and all the way back. I'm I'm literally just putting on normal clothes (gasps) for the show. If you want to see the worst dressed people
2: in the world go
4: to a motorway service, (laughs)
2: Because people think, oh, driving, you can just wear the worst things. Do you think ever. That's, that's
3: what it is? Oh, I dress I, was, up lovely for the drive. Oh, it was
4: a beautiful game. Changer I thought for me. I
2: wouldn't want to be being cut out of a wreck
4: with oxyacetylene equipment wearing <laughs> that. I'll tell you what, I took I took it a step further. I <laughs> took in the boot of the vehicle a yoga mat and uh, and took it into <sighs> the theatre. And wow. whilst the first half was on, I sat on the floor and did some stretching and just un- unkinked all the, you know. You know mm. the driving, choose your backup, and that mm. yoga mat, and travelling in a tracksuit. That's what this it's tour is like. like.
2: It's like travelling uh, with Jane Fonda. It's an mm.
4: absolute game changer, and I'm glad he's brought it to our attention because I've had another good game changer this Go week. Come on.
2: But look, can I ask you a question before you move on to this? The sure, cap, the
4: cap you that you wear with the hat. No, no, it was a, it was a woolly, was almost <laughs> like a beanie slash ski. Was that, that a? Uh, thing.
3: Was it a bit um, ITV One uh, hooligan?
4: Uh I'm not sure. Cuz they got have it a beanie me, but it I'm looks afraid. a bit
3: clean.
2: Hm. Mm. You know what I mean? I wonder if was it an attempt to not be recognized?
4: I don't think um being recognized is troubling my life to that extent, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised. Depends whether this. you're declaring these gigs. So <laughs> 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 to be honest, at the uh, at the box office sales that I sell um I I'd, I'd probably don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. come on, love, <laughs> it doesn't take long. I got recognised on the tube the other day. got recognised on the tube? Do you think
2: I'd be a good sat-nav voice? Don't go down that road.
4: i find you
3: comforting.
4: Yeah, I'd I quite like doing it. Go down, go down, Don't worry if you miss it. See, now that I know you and your terrible sense of direction, I wouldn't oh. be able to take you as a sat-nav. No, no, And then you'd
3: get the... What if you made a mistake? You'd get...
4: No! I think, what are you telling me where to go for? You can't find your way out of Absolute every week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a friend who used to live, live with me used to point out, when we played table football, <laughs> I, every time I scored a goal, I'd say to him, concentrate! <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is Frank Skinner, Absolute
3: Radio. Frank, you remember when you used to talk about your old sheep? And mm. I remember you would sometimes talk about him dreaming. Yes. And I'd have a little, a little whimper and a twitchy leg, maybe.
2: Yeah. They, um, they did that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, that... That was one oh. of your exes, love.
2: <laughs> I always thought he maybe was dreaming he was driving a clown car. <laughs> <laughs> we all dream that. Well, yes, I, I, I do I like, remember that. This is
3: why I like this story, because...
2: I was fascinated by watching him dream, I must admit.
3: Well, he was properly dreaming... Because boffins, you know them in the white coats mm. They've come up with some I new findings <laughs> And they've discovered that dogs actually dream in the same way as humans So they dream about their day Like we would dream about their day About our day And it, depending on the animal So let's say it's your whippet, Lucky Yeah He would specifically dream She, she oh.
4: Unless she's having a dream where she's a he These
3: People are so sensitive Do people
2: now. do that? I've never <laughs> dreamt I was a woman have you have not, no <laughs> But I don't see why. I, I mean, wonder if stuff. that people who become transsexual, sex that's how it starts, your you dream as mm-hmm. a woman and realise that's where you should be. Oh, I worry mm-hmm. about this area. Uh, mm. 8, um, 12, 15.
3: <laughs> 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 Actually, the boffin talking about it is called not Dr Nicholas Dodman. I mean, mm. he's well, one letter away oh, from the so nominative class. determinism. If, he, if he'd been
2: called uh, Nicholas Dodman.
3: If I was him, I'd, if I answered the phone, I'd say Nicholas Dogman, so no-one really knew. Oh, yeah.
4: That's good. On the subject of nominative determinism, Mm. I didn't read it last week, but we had an email right at the end of the show, and I didn't have the chance from someone saying that they'd been taught music at school by someone called Miss C Sharp.
2: Oh, Oh. that can't be (laughs) right. That is excellent, isn't it? That's too good. That's like... When you found the Zunya to ask for Mr. C, lion.
0: Yeah. First day,
2: uh, <laughs> isn't it one of those? First day
3: at work prank. Oh,
2: have I fallen yeah. for it?
3: Buckingham Palace, for Elizabeth. Oh,
2: yeah. Someone tried that Left-handed on Left-handed screwdriver. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway the dog so dreams. The, yeah. So, for
3: example, mm-hmm. your dog might dream about um, chasing after a dream bird. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. And then a Doberman What Pinscher. Linda
4: Lusardi? <laughs> I was going to say not not dissimilar to me, but that's another story. <laughs> a dra- oh, you, you
3: two are disgusting. Uh, a Doberman Pinscher, you're not really, are?
4: I am. No, you. you.
3: Um, will chase a dream robber. Oh, Do you I'm,
4: see?
2: I'm, and not only would they chase them, but when they attack them, they'll always go for the forearm. Where the padding is. Oh, yeah. Always <laughs> are oh, obsessed by the padding on oh, these burglars. love it.
3: You've watched so much Colombo, haven't you?
2: Yes. Um, so, um, yeah. My big question has always been... I mean, what? first of all, what is what are we to do with the results of this research? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I can't mm-hmm. see the old Zico virus getting a knock. Um, and also... The the question I've always wanted to know is if my dog had dreamed that I was hitting it with mm. a with a stick, mm. would he have woke up and attacked me for hitting him with a stick? <laughs> Do dogs have any sense of what is a dream and what is life? As they have oh, no I concept see. of the subconscious. Eight, so eight twelve fifteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd really like to know that though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If 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 my dog dreamt that we regularly had um, full contact kissing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh and, and he woke up
2: and i was sitting next to him is he liable to um he's not gonna dream
3: that well
2: we don't know what they <laughs> dream do we
3: dream that i don't think
2: we've actually identified the, the complete i mean i have a recurring dream that i'm defecating in a public place do dogs <laughs> yeah. dream that do yeah, you yeah. yeah i do it's one no, of my big that's... embarrassing dreams
3: well i suppose that is their day isn't well, it exactly dream about what's happen- what about your central reservation dreams let's not even get on to that
2: well that's true <laughs> I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> absolute,
1: absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um,
2: What, we're we talking about dog dreams, and we haven't yeah. had no-one's answered my question. Well, no, we have, say. actually.
4: Dogs, like humans, can't tell the difference at the time, but when they wake up, it is irrelevant as they enter back to the default state of consciousness and quickly forget the dream. Source, my dog told me. no. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's pulled our leg there, hasn't well, he? Well, that
3: sounds like the men <laughs> in <laughs> black, <laughs> when it's their are got memories a dog array. called
2: Sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, we do, well, yeah, but I suppose if I was there at the moment of waking up, I might get a bit of a snug. Well, before he realised his error.
3: 8112 <laughs> says, somewhat controversially, dogs are thick. If a dog can lick a window thinking it's food for three hours, like mine does, then it goes to believe that he has no self-awareness. On the plus side, I don't need a window cleaner for that window. That's Dan from Northampton.
2: I didn't know that lit window. I was thinking it was food. What is that about? It's the food on the other side of the window. My
4: dog doesn't. She doesn't do
2: anything. She Um, just lies around like a cat. Oh, I don't want to be snogging a dog that's been licking a window. I don't Could want be you dead flies. You're
3: snogging any dog? No, you're quite right. <laughs> yeah, this show oh, is like You know match. what? I'm not doing it now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen the light. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> My dog used to separate his toes and bring them back together when he was dreaming. Not sure. Yeah.
4: Oh. Well, like, oh, did he? Like jazz hands? No, oh. I think. I think <laughs> he was dreaming. That's what
2: Wayne Sleep yeah.
3: does when he's dreaming. <laughs> Maybe he, was, he
2: dreamt he was trampolining, <laughs> and they spread on impact, and then he and then he raised up again.
3: So, and also, the one thing I did find interesting, that <coughs> was that smaller dogs dream more frequently. Mm-hmm. And they have shorter dreams. And then well, large... they
2: have shorter everything.
3: But larger dogs dream less but have longer dreams. So does that follow that with Alan and I, for example, I have shorter dreams?
2: I think it, mm. it sounds like dreams can be um, exponentially balanced by the length of your legs. Mm. Oh, wow. That's what it sounds
4: like. My dreams that's are That's right, why yours
3: are like war and peace, mine are like betfair ads.
4: My dreams are very boring. <laughs> I used to talk about this since then I once dreamt that I had forgotten to renew my car tax. How boring's that. And oh. my mother in law was saying get Alan yeah, to renew the, his car tax. But then
2: when you got to the office they said, Yes, Mrs. Cochrane. <laughs> 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 that, that's how it starts. I, my fascination <laughs> with dogs is, is the um the halfway pant. Do you know that?
4: The What's halfway
2: that pant? I don't mean the half-white pant, as in some sort of provocative way of wearing <laughs> <What's> one's underwear. <laughs> what is this? It's, you know, when dogs pant, when oh, people yeah, oh, do yeah. an impression of a dog panting, they go... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in fact, dogs have a little rest in the middle of a pant, in which they do a half-pant. Yes, they do. When the tongue goes back, they go... They do,
3: Frank. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving mm. your dog work.
2: Um, don't use that as a trailer, by the way. People will be terrified. I think it's, a, I think it's an enormous phone Can I call. just say,
3: anyone who is going to write into the radio show, I love our readers, but don't say, hi, Frank, and the other two, because I won't read it out. Thank oh, you. come you on, I really
2: want. want to know what it was now. <laughs> you Are telling. you really? Maybe it's somebody with short-term memory loss.
3: Do you really want to know what it was? <laughs> no,
2: in case it's something okay. horrible. Is it something horrible? It was fine. OK. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <clears throat>
0: That'll
2: be 50p. Now, then... <laughs> We um, I've oh it's and uh, we've had a sign held up.
0: Absolute, 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 radio. Frank
1: Skinner on Absolute Radio.
2: Can I tell you a story before we go? Yeah. I met um, Boris Johnson's dad at a book launch. Oh,
4: oh he's worked with them all recently,
2: and and the reason I went over and spoke well, I was introduced to him by Joan Baywell, the Baroness, who has a new book out. Oh, yes. And um, I said, I, uh, well, I've actually stayed in your house in Greece, in Pelion, in Greece. And I, have, I stayed in... in um, he, he just has it on the market, Boris Johnson's dad. So mm. I stayed in his house there. And he said, oh, really? I, well, I had no idea. And I said, yeah. I said, kind of one thing I would say about it is that often when you're a while and it's very, very hot, you want to read. I said, There's only, there was only one book in the house in the entire house and that was your autobiography uh. <laughs> and he said oh, i never thought he said i'm sorry he said oh well i can remedy that he said there's a, there's a second volume now <laughs> <laughs> not quite what i meant anyway um andy bush um i'm not I'm, i haven't lapsed into patois um <laughs> thank you so much for listening this morning and uh, thank you um Charlie for standing in as producer you've done an absolutely sterling job i love your work very well <laughs> <Yes,
4: laughs>
2: exactly uh, and, and if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week now get out absolute
1: absolute, absolute. radio frank skinner on absolute radio